Hello, hello everyone, and this is Blacklight, the first podcast that I know of <laughs> dedicated to highlighting unique and beautiful people of color who are transforming and defying stereotypes every single day. you're going to meet one really awesome person. Um, her name is Michelle Calloway, and she is one of the geniuses behind The Swirl World, which is a really um, just lovely and positive website about interracial relationships, um, specifically black women with white men, which is one of the rarest types of relationships, which I myself am in. So I have a special connection with her. Um, she's going to talk about The Swirl World, how it got started, and why it's important to expand your horizons when looking for someone that you love. So here you go. Enjoy. So, so I really appreciate you doing this because you have been an inspiration for me as far as successful black women having podcasts. I don't really know a lot of people who do this sort of thing. So thank you very much. This is all because of you. Well, I'm happy to, happy to be here. Thank you so much for asking. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit first about who you are and your background and a bit about the history of this world world. Well, all right. I like to refer to myself as an independent middle child. I'm also an army <laughs> brat. Yes, my dad was career army and he drug my mom, my two brothers and me all around the world and the United States, which, which was great. Uh, really opened my horizons and I think my perspective on life and has impacted who I am as a person. So that, and, and really that experience growing up that way had a lot to do with the swirl world and my appreciation of diversity. So, you know, graduated from high school rather early, went to college graduated, got married, was married for 10 years. My husband passed away. Oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. I had no idea. Yeah. He had a, a massive heart attack and just in a sense dropped dead. Oh dear. Yes. So that thrust me after about, I'll say it took me about two and a half, three years to grow past that. And I tell people, you know, it's not something you ever, the death of a spouse or a loved one, it's not something you ever get over, you get through it. Yeah. And got through that and entered tentatively the dating scene and was introduced to someone eventually, um, maybe a year. And I, and I had actually started a PhD program and told myself, oh, I'll wait till I finish this and then I'll focus on maybe meeting someone or at least have more time and attention to meet someone and was unexpectedly introduced to someone. <laughs> and that person, in a sense, uh, checked off on all the boxes. He was just a different ethnicity than me. He was white. And even though I had grown up you know, around people of all different backgrounds, et cetera, it was never something that I just 
it wasn't anything that I rejected as far as dating, but it wasn't anything I really thought about doing. Yeah. You know, sometimes you stumble into things. And I think it's, especially from a dating perspective, that's what happened with me. I stumbled into it and I have been swirling ever since. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) And the swirl world actually grew out of a residency project It started out as a Facebook page and blog in conjunction with a homework assignment I had in residency. And it just kind of took off from there. Um, Started that Facebook page and Adrian very early on came on and fanned the page and said, she sent me an inbox and said, hey, if you need any help or assistance, I'd love to help you and work with you. And at the time I was really struggling because I was, you know, in graduate school and working full time. Oh, wow. And yes, she was like a life preserver. So she came on probably a year into it. No, no, no more than a year or within the first year. Let me put it that way. She came on. So she's been on board practically from the beginning and it has just grown from there. She is pretty awesome. I love her spontaneity and spunk. She has a lot of spunk. She does. <laughs> she's great. She does. I may have to have her on here as well. It's so, she's a great, uh, she's yes, she really is. <laughs> she's so great. funny. So how long have you been working on the SWIR world? And um, kind of what do you think your next steps are as far as growing it? Well, let's see. The Facebook page was created, I believe, in 2011, if I'm not mistaken, and the blog probably the same year. And we actually, you know, we had the blog, and we were doing that, and we had the Facebook page, and we stumbled, uh, you know, there again. We thought, oh, let's do a podcast. (laughs) And uh, we just thought it would be another way to um, interact with people and share stories of people who were involved in interracial relationships. And the podcast just blew up. It took off. People responded so well. And it just actually became another platform for us. And then, let's see, Rachel came on. Rachel Robinson first started with the blog as a travel writer. She was going to write travel pieces. And then she pitched the series 50 Days of Dating. And, you know, it, it was so funny because... So much of what we've done hasn't necessarily been by design. You know how some people strategize their next moves? And, <laughs> yes. And ours just, so much of it is organic. It just grows out of things that we think about and things that we think people would enjoy and would speak primarily, you know, our primary audience is Black women and the diverse men who love us. And we started 50 Days of Dating and that took off. So now we're in the process, you know, we're continuing what we have. We're continuing, of course, the Facebook page and blog and 50 days of dating is now morphing into 50 days of marriage because yes, in the process of the 50 days of dating, Rachel met her true love. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. She got married in March. So uh, at the, let's see, the end of seat, we had three seasons of 50 Days of Dating. And at the end of season two, it was like a cliffhanger because she was trying to decide between two gentlemen. You know, well, she knew wow. at the end um, who she was going to pick, but it was like a cliffhanger for, for the people who were watching the series. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then in season 
three, I think about around about the third episode or so, she revealed who she was exclusively dating. She, you know, she had decided to be exclusive. And they went from dating exclusively to going to Vegas and getting married. Oh, wow. That mm-hmm. is super. Yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of a heavy topic. I hope to have you on here again to talk about it more. But um, what do you think is keeping, and we'll go with your audience, is keeping Black women from dating interracially? I know that there's a lot of um, racism associated with that as far as our history with white men. Um, what other things do you feel like is keeping people from doing that now in the, in the modern age? I think, from at least from what we're seeing, so much of it is societal pressure and what Adrian has termed propaganda. Hmm. And you know, we know propaganda is some is information that's presented from a biased point of view with the object of converting people to whatever that point of view is. And unfortunately, black women are subjected to, they're bombarded, not just subjected. Because to me, subjected to means, you know, it's around you and you have to deal with it. But when you're bombarded, it's almost like there's a campaign or there's something underfoot to just really demoralize black women or try to make them think that they're not beautiful, that no one wants you and better stay where you are. And who do you think you are? You know, it runs the gamut of those negative messages. So I think primarily if I had to attribute it to something, it would be that. It would be the propaganda that tries to reinforce the belief that Black women are not desired by men of other ethnic groups. And that's just not true. Oh, wow. That's that's a powerful assessment you've made about that. That's really incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you feel like why do you feel like this is important to kind of break out of this sort of stereotype of just dating within your own race? I think it's important because we we say this in the swirl world. You know, we we our goal is to help black women expand their dating and marriage options by dating and marrying interracially. And our overarching mission is to see Black women live their best life regardless of their relationship choices. So even if they decide to, for whatever reason, remain dating and marrying within their own ethnic group, that's great. But do it in a way that serves you. Right. Recognize, we, we, we strive to encourage Black women to recognize their worth and value that they are beautiful, they are powerful, they are everything, and they have a right to happiness. They have a right to love and be loved and and be respected and prized and taken care of. So we, we, and and something else that we did out of um, 50 Days of Dating, we launched a dating community for black women who are interested in, you know, putting their feet in the water maybe and, and stepping out. And it's called Date with Purpose. And we cover all the different facets of dating purposefully, which is what Rachel did in 50 Days of Dating. She, she already decided that she was going to date out of her ethnic group. And in her swirl story, she's always done that. That's always been yeah. her. Whereas Adrian and I have both dated within our, and I married within my ethnic group. Uh, Adrian met her husband at work. And so uh, you know, in a sense, stumbled into swirling. It wasn't something she purposefully set out to do, but she was open-minded. And so that's what we 
strive to impart to black women open your mind and when you open your mind you open your options don't buy into the propaganda that is trying to tell you that you're not worthy and no one wants you and you're not beautiful and men don't like your natural hair and you know your figure and a million thick lips and your eyes and a million and one different things to try to uh, erode their self-confidence and, and um, idea of self-worth so that's our goal wow right? you know if you date a black man that's fine but make sure he treats you right right you know amen to all of that <laughs> So I'm obviously not out to convince people <clears throat> who kind of refuse to do this sort of thing, but if there are people out there listening who are maybe interested in starting to date people outside of the race, what do you think is a good kind of first step? Obviously, want, you want them to join your community, <laughs> dating purposefully, but um, what else can they do besides joining Dating with Purpose to, to get started? I think... And, you know, this is kind of the bedrock of the Swirl World, our Facebook page and the blog. I think it would help. And let me say this, uh, Alicia, kind of do a little backstory for the response that I'm giving you. In uh, 2015, or going from 2014 into 2015, Adrian and I were just like fed up because it seemed like there were so many news stories and articles and uh, blog posts that were saying, oh, black women are the least married. And yeah. you remember that? It seemed yes. like it was, just, it was just everywhere you turn. ABC did some kind of special story. And uh, I can't, you know, I don't even want to name all the different places that this cropped up. And so we decided we wanted to be the change that we wanted to see in the world. And in 2015, every day we posted positive images of and quotes of black women and black women in interracial relationships who were happy and who were being loved and who were being celebrated. So I would tell a black woman, first thing, go to our Facebook page. They don't necessarily have to join the community, even though we would love to have them, but go to the Facebook page, look at all the pictures, the literally thousands of pictures that we've posted of black women of all shapes and sizes and complexions and hair textures and see you know, fill yourself with the positive imagery of real women who are being chosen, who are being loved, who are being celebrated for who they are. And I think doing that first will undergird them with confidence that, you know what, look at that woman. She looks like me. She's my complexion. She's around my weight or my height. Or, you know, you, you're going to find, we talk about how it's important to find or see images that represent us. Yeah. And it's the same with relationships. When you see women who look like you marrying men of other ethnic groups, that gives you a boost of confidence and encouragement that, you know what, she did it, I can do it too. And it's okay. Because yeah. so many of the messages say, or try to tell black women that, you know, it's not okay and you're letting the black community down. And, you know, there are millions of black people in the world. You're not letting anybody down. If anything, you're letting yourself down because you're limiting your options. So I would tell them, go to our Facebook page, look at those pictures, just scroll and feast your eyes on loving, happy couples with beautiful children. And some of the couples are, are you know, over 60 and found love late in life. Whatever, wherever that woman fits, she's going to see something that represents her. Yeah. 
So that to me is the best place to start. Start with positive images that really show you that you can do and be the same thing. I love it. And I, I do feel inspired seeing that site because I do feel alone, especially, you know, here in Alabama, there's very little interracial coupling here at all. So it's, it's nice to join your, your massive community of over 50,000 people, which yes. is a huge feat. And I applaud you and I bow at your feet for doing that on your page to have 50,000 people on your page. And they're very active and engaged on your page as well. Too. Mm-hmm. So yes. That's awesome. Yes. Um, so tell me about, so you've told me about a little bit about what's next for this world world. How can people get involved? How can people find you? They can find us on the web pretty much anywhere, either, and our handle will either be the Swirl World or a Swirl Girl. And that's Twitter, that's Instagram. We're uh, getting ready to really boost our Instagram because the, you know, we're doing great on Facebook and people are seeing the imagery there, but there are a lot of people on Instagram who maybe don't frequent Facebook as much. So we're going to be revving up our Instagram they can find us. Uh, I'm on Twitter at a swirl girl. I like to tweet lots of inspiration and motivation. They can find our podcast. We're on iTunes and Google Play and iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, all the major podcasting platforms. So really, whatever medium they enjoy, whether it's reading blog posts, whether it's looking at pictures, whether it's listening to audio, they're going to find us at the Swirl World, or either at a Swirl Girl. Thank you. And y'all, it's kind of tough to know people when you listen to them, but after just talking with Michelle on a regular basis, you are the real deal, Michelle. (laughs) You practice what you preach. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And let me me throw this out too. And and this may be someone I would um, encourage you to interview, and that's Rachel. She's uh, the third part of the Swirl World. She's launching a matchmaking service yes and sometimes women you know really need some hand-holding and really want someone to help them navigate through interracial dating so and she's doing uh, matchmaking she's building a collection of clients both male and female who are interested in dating interracially she meets with her clients she gets a very detailed profile and she will and and this is what one of the things that we're we're all about uh, adrian rachel and me we don't recommend anybody that we wouldn't be interested in or that we wouldn't date so she's very careful very selective uh so if they're interested in that they can go to miscegenation m-i-s-c-e-g-e hyphen nation Dot com. They can sign up or they can find more information on her website. But um, that's another place they may want to start. They may want to start with some coaching from Rachel. They may want to start with uh, some matchmaking and just cut to the chase and get right to it. That's awesome because you're leading into my next question. So you want to see Rachel on a podcast and I would love to have her. Is there anyone else that you'd like to see on a podcast or a particular stereotype about people of color that you want to see? kind of get broken? Let me think. Um, a, a, a good couple to interview would be Chonilla. They, they, uh, <laughs> and Clove Roy, they're from Canada. They actually live in Canada, Toronto. They're a great couple. And they have a podcast as well. They're a great couple. 
who, and they're very funny and engaging. Uh, and they would be, I think, great. I would recommend talking to them. And also, you know, getting a perspective from a couple who's in another country, even though they're, you know, Toronto's right there or Canada's right above us, but still they live in a different country and there are things in Canada that are different from here. Yeah. And there's another couple, uh, Paula Cooper, and let me, hopefully I won't butcher her name, Tri- Tchaikovsky and her husband, Boyan. <laughs> they live in Macedonia and wow. she's originally from South Carolina and she moved, um, she decided, you know what, I want to see the world. I want to do something different. So she up and moved to Macedonia and wound up meeting the love of her life. Wow. Boyan. Yes. And they're a beautiful couple. They have a, a little baby boy now. His name is Noah. And I think she, and she's recently started a business. I think she would be great. They would be great uh, to interview and also giving a perspective of her as an American black woman who decided to travel. And that's something okay. we encourage black women to do. Get out there, travel, go see the world, see how other people live and see how men of other countries respond to you. Um, so she did that and met her husband. Wow. I think your audio cut off because I was about to talk over you, unfortunately. With Chonilla, what's the name of the couple? Oh, uh, Shirley and Clove Roy. Shirley and Clove Roy. Well, thank you. And again, it's a super honor to have you on this podcast. Um, and I love you and thank you so much for for sharing your insight. I really appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you, Alicia. And you know, we enjoy supporting you and backing you 100%. So anytime you need something or want us to plug something, just let me know and we'll be all over it. Thank you so much for listening. You have no idea what this means to me. I appreciate your feedback and support. So go ahead and rate, review, subscribe, and share. love your support. Thanks for listening. Tune in hopefully soon with the next episode of Black Life.